remember small ball? <laughs> of course I do, you and of course I hate you. I hate you for starting out. <laughs> of course I remember small ball. Yes, we're gonna chat about small ball today. Huh. Okay. Perfect. Angel. <laughs> Perfect. Let's let's get that out of the way. I think Christopher Reeves is a fantastic Superman. But Tom Welling realistically is my Superman dude. Like, yo. He How did he stay so beautiful? He's aged like fine wine, dude. Holy crap. Also, he got bigger, like more jacked looking over the years. That's fair. To be fair, he ended season 10 pretty jacked looking. Yeah, he was always like a big dude. Yeah. He's pretty, pretty big now, yeah. <laughs> He's very tall. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, Do you remember when you first started watching um, Smallville? Yes, actually, I do. Uh, I, I Actually, I ended up binging through the entirety of Smallville right before it ended. Really? So literally, so this would be when did Smallville end, what now? 2011, I think. Yeah, about then. Um, Just off the World Cup, I think. That we had. Yeah, so it was 2010, so it was 2011, yeah. Um, yeah, because I remember walking into the video store and I'd always seen um, the, f- the cover of the first season. Um, Beautiful, with the big S on his It's head. got the big S and, and he's tied the, up yeah. on the, the cross. And yeah. I, was, I always looked at that, I, I always saw the title Smallville and I never knew what it was. Same. Like, ever. And I remember walking in and, and my dad was with me there and, I, and he was like, oh, what are you going to get? And I was like, I don't know, this looks really weird. What is Smallville? And my dad was like, oh, I think that has something to do with Superman. And I was like, well, <laughs> may as well give it a try. <laughs> I think I... Decision of your life. Literally, yeah. Uh, I ended up binging like nine seasons in <laughs> like two weeks. It's so watchable. It is so watchable. Um, and then I think I managed to catch the finale on TV. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I've somehow managed to catch season seven up. I think one of my sister's friends was like, oh, I've got recordings and all that. But yeah, so it was, that was how I got into Smallville. Um, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember how it happened? Um, so my mom had a drawer full of old DVDs and like sleeves. Like, yeah. Once. Oh, I love that. I show. saw that exact same season one cover. I was like, this looks so scary. Also in the sleeve, right? But where it's like flattened out, it's not like an actual case. That's how they had it in the video store as well, dude. And it makes it look so weird. Because it's like, hmm. I'm so like, like, I have never seen anything like, I don't really feel like I'm up to this. And I started watching it. And then I was like, very early on, I was like, is this Superman? And I went to uh, my mom's first girlfriend at the time. I was like, is this Superman? She was like, yeah, that's Clark Kent. So I was like, (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness and I started watching it and then because um, I was, started watching it really young too mm. so then I actually got to grow up with it properly and then um, when we caught up with everything we started watching it on the weekly basis from yeah. TV yeah yeah dude Smallville was amazing I, I maintain Erica Durant is probably the best Lois Lane ever put to screen um, I loved her yeah she is incredibly hot <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I think they did a phenomenal job all around with that cast. I mean, Ma and Pa Kent, phenomenal. Yes, yeah. Um, they were perfect in terms of what you expect from Superman's parents. I think, uh, yes, Jonathan Kent was excellent. Jonathan Kent, the, yeah, I can't, I'm going to Google his name, but like the actor did a phenomenal job with that. I think he Best left in Kevin Costner. Unfortunately, but I think Kevin Costner's writing really let him down. <laughs> um, but... 
I re- like the casting on that was superb. J- um, what's his name? Michael Rosenbaum as Lex Luthor. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again, Fantastic. never had a better Lex Luthor. But the thing was, you didn't want... Like, Smallville, they gave it such an interesting dynamic of all Lex Luthor wanted was to be Clark Kent's friend. Yeah. And that is what I so enjoyed. Because it was... Because not to be funny, but it literally got you sitting there going... Like, from the first episode, you see Lex Luthor, you're like, Aight, cool, you're gonna fight Superman. And they end the episode with him being like, I want to be your friend. And you go, this is gonna fail. Like, of course it is. It's Lex Luthor and Superman. But by the time you get to, what is it, like season four or five when they... I think it might be season six when they, like, officially are like, we're not being friends anymore. Like, you're sitting there that whole time going, I really want this to work. Like... Just didn't... Like, Clark starts going over to his house to hang out. Yeah, like, literally. And they, like, they go through this journey together of trying to... uh, Like, they also... They have such a great dichotomy where all Lex Luthor wants is the environment Clark Kent has. And, like, he makes it very known very quickly. And even his own father once... Like, because they make the fantastic decision of, A, bringing his father into things. Yeah. Which adds a whole layer and dynamic on its own that I think was done masterfully in Smallville, um, honestly. Um, but, like, that whole thing with Lionel Luther was good. Um, but a- as soon as Lionel Luther found out about Clark, he, like, went almost 100% into Clark Kent. He was yeah. like... A- and that is what created such an interesting dynamic because Lex Luthor, it, it created that hatred in Lex Luthor of yeah. why does Clark Kent so perfect? Like, why, like, what is, even my own father who never loved me, like, is obsessed with this, this man. Yeah. And I, it's, it's such a phenomenal journey. It gets a bit weird later on, <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> um, there's that whole thing with Green Arrow where after... Michael Rosenbaum was like, I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, you know, they had that whole Lex Luthor in a van thing, and they would only ever show, like, a bandaged-up face or something. You remember that? Oh, wow. Whoa. You remember that's that? That's memory that I forgot I had. Yeah, that's because it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was a bit weird. Um, Justin Hartley in that series is excellent. Too. I enjoyed Justin Hartley's Green Arrow, I will be honest. Um, John Schneider is Jonathan Kent, by the way. Oh, yeah. I just looked it up. He had the best chat with Clark in that bar. Yeah, dude. (laughs) But that's the thing. Not to be funny, but that's what Man of Steel really lacked, was the the Park Kent who guided... Because, like, the whole thing with Superman is he crash lands on Earth. He could be anything. But the Kents find him, and they just raise him to just try and be a good person, basically. And that's how you get Superman. I think Smallville did a phenomenal job of that because every issue Clark had wasn't necessarily solved by Jonathan, yeah. but it, he, he, he basically told him how to approach it, effectively. And that was phenomenal. As well as his death, I think they did really well. Yeah. Like, really, really, really well. That was, again, in season like five, I think. Goodness, season four and five of Smallville, <laughs> am I right? Ah... <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Justin Hartley's Green Arrow, I really enjoyed. Um, he, uh, he turned me into a serious fan of Green Arrow. Although, having said that, I have been a lifelong fan of Green Arrow, weirdly enough. And I, I can't remember how... I think it was Justice League Unlimited. I think that's what did it for me. Yeah. I think 
because I remember watching Batman the Animated Series, Batman Beyond, and like the Justice League cartoon, but I only ever watched like three episodes of Unlimited when I was a kid. Yeah. I, obviously, I fucking binge the shit out of that. <laughs> you can't leave that type of thing unwatched. But like the three I watched were all like pretty Green Arrow-centric, and I was like, ah, bow and arrow. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool that you have such a cool history with Green Arrow. Yeah, and like seeing him in live action with Justin Hartley, it was a bit weird at first because he just had like the crossbow thing. Yeah, yeah. But I really enjoyed the take on him. Um, I think they did, actually, most of like the Justice League characters that Smallville brought in, I think they did pretty they did well. JSA. They did they do did the JSA. Really I well. remember the JSA. That was like season eight, nine. Like those were intense episodes. The icicle was a terrifying villain. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. Oh dude, I'm gonna go watch Smallville again. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah, I remember they had the JSA, and they they even show the lantern, didn't they? Yeah, they had the Jay Garrett thing. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, that's the thing. I enjoyed. I think. If I'm honest, one of my favorite seasons of Smallville was the Zod season. I think it was season eight, Whoa, where young Zod yes, comes yeah. back and Clark's like, I really want to help you. Like, I want to, yeah, yeah. like, I want this to work. And again, it's got that similar vibe with Lex Luthor, where it's like, you know it's not going to work, but you really kind of want it to work. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the, the actor they got for Zod was really, really incredible. Yeah, I agree. Because um, remember they did in like season six or something, they did that whole Zod possesses Lex Luthor's body thing. Remember? No, I did not remember that. Yeah, that was where that was the first time. I th- I think it was the first time Clark like flies because Zod like picks him up. Whoa! And like I remember him flying, thinking about Lana Lang. Yeah, that was in like the the second episode of the. Yeah, he was yeah. floating over his bed. Yeah, <laughs> and he just goes to Jonathan. He's like. I was floating, and he's like, I can't help you with that. I, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on there. I don't, like, nope. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I, I think they did a really good Justice League in that, um, in Smallville. Yeah, I would say my only issue would be Cyborg. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You didn't have the budget for it. It's okay. Yeah, that, that's the problem. They didn't have budget to actually do Cyborg. I remember they have that like X-ray scene where Clark X-rays him, and he's like, he's almost completely metal. <laughs> and you're like, sure. <laughs> okay, Smallville. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed... Bart? I enjoyed Bart oh, Allen. Oh, he's so um, good, the episodes he's in. Yeah, I wished he was Barry Allen, but I enjoyed the nod where he's got all the ID cards. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, that's Jay cool. Garrick, Barry Allen, and he's like... Who are you? And he's like, no, nah, my name's Bart, actually. <laughs> that was sick. Uh, I enjoyed Aquaman in Smallville, if he I'm honest. He is really good. Alan. Alan, Alan what's his name? back. Yeah, what's his name? Ah, I always forget his name. It's like Alan Richardson or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his scene, um, that one where they're at the um, dam and Lois Lane jumps into the water and hits her head and he goes and saves her. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. They have that. The, the race as well. Yeah, and Superman's, and Clark's just like, what the fuck? Because he's just so quick. Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. Alan Richardson, I'm right here, yeah, small yeah. one. So their suits weren't that great, except for Green Arrow suit, which was legit. I like Green Arrow suit. I'll be honest, I think Aquaman suit worked because that was basically just yeah. like, effectively, it was just swim gear that yeah. he was like prepped in. And I think that really worked, especially for what Smallville's going for. Bart could have used sick. His hoodie was cool, but he could have used more. <laughs> um, he could have used a bit more, if I'm honest. And then the blur. <laughs> that was yeah. Ah. Uh, 
The, yeah, but again, that was the whole thing, no flights, no tights. Yeah. Um, which, okay, I'm gonna say it though. You should have shown me him in tights for that final episode, fuck you. <laughs> like, they did. No, they showed like... Him flying next to the plane. Yeah, him flying next to the plane, like the little speck, and you're like, I see the colours. Like, and that's it. No, no, they could have. No, they don't. You, no, 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 you, you've changed, yeah, you've implanted your own memory here, dude. I want to find out. This is a famous controversy because they never fully show Tom Welling in the suit. They do, like, upper head shots where you can see, like, a bit of a collar and they do the opening of the shirt scene. But when he's flying, he's far enough away where you can't really see shit. That's nonsense, really. Dude, go back and check it. Yeah, dude. They never, and that, again, that brings me to Christ on Infinite Earth because... They never show him in the suit again. It's like, <laughs> ah. But anyway, we'll get to that. That's coming later. We're still basking in the glory of Smallville. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have some really cool fights in there as well. I love the way they did the super speed. Yeah. With the, like, those lines. I think they do the super speed better in Smallville than they do in The Flash. Oh, goodness. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of the super speed in The Flash. Uh, do you want to just jump into the Arrowverse then, shall we? I just want to make one mention of the Superman punch where he fights Kane, the wrestler in the cage. Where um, which one's this? It's Smallville. No, 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 I know, but which one? Which episode's this? Um, I keep going, keep explaining. I'm trying. So there, there is a, a season where they have superpowered people fighting each other in cage fights, and they would like resurrect the ones who died. Okay. And was that with Roulette? No, that roulette was the whole Green Arrow thing. Yeah, okay, and moving then, on. Um, Kane has this wooden, like, spike that he would, like, finish his opponents off with, right? And then Clark goes to fight him. Yeah. And, like, Clark actually takes, like, a decent beating and then puts him down with a super speed Superman punch. Yeah. I just thought that was the coolest thing when I was young. That was the greatest. I loved it so much. To be fair, Smallville did do its action stuff. Like, they used Clark Kent's powers in... A lot of interesting ways. Like, it was a lot of the same ways often. Yeah. Like, they'd recycle a lot of stuff. But I f- it, like, made sense. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed the fact that throughout his high school career, he's just forever X-raying people. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and the best thing is when his X-ray kicks in and he sees into the girls' like, locker room and he's just like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, that to me, that is, that is a really great way of grounding Superman like still make him a teenager but then it's also like he wouldn't like yeah. afterwards he, he knows how to control it he's not do- like he's yeah. not doing it again <laughs> like <laughs> he's such an inherent good person but they really show that off in Smallville like yeah. that Clark, Clark Kent himself is just he is just a good human being like that is what it comes down to have you seen that robot chicken where um they have Jonathan Kent telling him how uh telling Clark young Clark how he kicked the shit out of the aliens who came before him. Mm. I love that because that's realistic because they couldn't spank him. Yeah. <laughs> they just had to tell him, like, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah, <laughs> that's good of everyone. Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Which brings me to Man of Steel because I have no idea how in that film he didn't end up being a massive asshole. I mean, he did trash those people's cops, but they deserved that. They that did. was an awesome scene, by the way. <laughs> that was pretty, like, that was pretty cool. But, like, with Jonathan Kent's advice, where he's, like, like, not to be funny, compare Man of Steel Jonathan Kent, where he's, like, what was I supposed to do? Leave those school children on the bus to die? And Jonathan Kent's, like, maybe. And you're, like, 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. You are you gonna roll with that? This is a kid. You told. Wow. <laughs> okay. Where well, you compare that to like the advice that Jonathan Cantor Sporval gives Clark? You know. <laughs> Where it's like, I don't know what you're, you should have done, Clark, but I know you did the right thing. Like, yeah. it's caused us problems, but you did good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Smallville had the, um, they had the benefit of having a long period of time to convince you, like convince Clark why he should be Superman. And one yeah. of the DCEU's problems is that that Superman is already Superman, still wondering why he's Superman. That's fair, yeah. That's very fair. Which, again, I think Smallville did a really good job of consistently establishing, which is why I'm still so unconvinced on how to feel about the Crisis on the Infinite Earth cameo. Have you watched Crisis yet? I haven't watched Crisis, but I've seen the episode. Have you seen the, the scene? Yeah, yeah. You've seen that scene. Okay. I enjoyed it. See, the thing is, right, I, I, I understand people's point of view where they're like, that, that ending, that him giving up his powers to live a normal life makes sense for the Smallville iteration. I agree. Like, I, I understand. I, I get why people say it is a good ending. Plus, he decked Luther. Sure, amazing. but that was always going to happen, no matter what. <laughs> but my problem is, so much of Smallville was dedicated to Clark having to overcome the idea of, I want a normal life. Like, not to be funny, there's even that episode where he gets his superpowers taken away. But he can't stop helping people. Yeah. Like, that is just inherently him, which I really enjoyed, which is why, again, I like the ending. Yeah. Like, it's, it's cool. But I wanted him to be Superman. I think he would have outshone every other Superman in the crisis if he actually had his powers. 100%. He'd be, he'd be so much stronger, so much more experienced than any of them. Yeah. I don't like the, the CW Superman. Tyler, Tyler Hecklin, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is. Uh, he's cool, like, and he's obviously like a, a built dude, but like compared to the other yeah. guys who are on display there, like... I'll be honest, when you stick him up uh, next to Brandon Ruth, yeah, goodness. You're just also like, Tom Welling. Also, also yeah, of course Tom Welling. <laughs> but that, they even make that joke in the sea where him and Lois later walking up and she's like, this is supposed to be you? Ah... <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I love the fact that he still has his old flannel shirt. Hundred <laughs> percent. But see, that's yeah. the thing. But, oh. but that's why I respected that scene so much because that to me was him just going back to Jonathan Kent type of, and that's why I'm so like flip floppy on that scene because <laughs> I want him to be Superman. But what an ending! <laughs> like I get it. And Lois was there. They did it. But that, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He he got his happy ending, yeah. and that is why, like, I'm so like, I'm happy for you, but I want Superman. Like, <laughs> ah, ah. Didn't they get the old Lois Lane to come back to? Erica Durant, yeah. 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 No, 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 no. For uh, Crisis, the old, old Lois Lane. Uh Was there? There was an older Lois Lane there, and I didn't watch all of Crisis. So I don't know. What was there? There was an older actress playing Lois Lane. I don't think there was. Talking to Tyler. Was there someone like that? No. No, no, no. Who's that lady? Uh, no, I don't know about that. There's a scene where Lois talks to the Brandon Ralph Superman. Could be Brandon Ralph's Lois, is it? No, she's dead. Oh, but what was that? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I really enjoyed that. They turned um, Superman Returns, yeah, yeah. that Superman, into like Kingdom Come Superman, mm -hmm. where the Joker blew up the Daily Planet, right. basically. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, and there's like this wall just full of plot, and he's now become the editor in chief and all that. Uh, I think that was really well done. Cry yeah, we can talk about Christ. Actually, let's just talk about the CW stuff then, shall we? Okay. I think we praised Smallville for <laughs> quite some time. Beautiful. <laughs> Finish off. I I'll conclude with Tom Welling as perfect as Clark Kent. Michael Rosenbaum is the best live action portrayal of Lex Luthor I've ever seen. John Snyder, like that, that is completely well cast. Erica Durant, you did well. Like all of you guys, all of them. But that's the thing. I was gonna say like, oh, Jonathan Kent, but all of them were so well cast. Yeah. Everyone was just phenomenally done. Um, and we won't talk about the sex cultist. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On to Arrow. So I don't know if you know this, but Arrow was originally supposed to be a spin-off from Smallville. Featuring Justin Hartley's Green Arrow. Whoa. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the problem that they ran into was that Justin Hartley's Green Arrow was like he he went through a whole journey and then he finished. Yeah. Um, so they were basically like, okay, we're going to reboot it, and that turned into Arrow, which and took a lot of inspiration from The Dark Knight. Yeah. And all can, that. Yeah, you can tell. You can uh, tell. You can definitely tell. It's so good for season one and two. Yeah. One hundred percent. I love the backstory. I don't like in the later seasons where he leaves the island like I did not I'm not a big that. fan of that either I enjoyed the Russia segment how far did you watch of Aaron let me ask that question how far uh, did you get so I watched until um, season three and four fair so I watched season three completely yeah and then bits and pieces of four and then bits and pieces as it went on okay yeah I because I watched all four seasons, or all four seasons, whole way through. Yeah, yeah. Watched season five. Watched bits of season five. I think was like, oh, season five's good. Watched the whole of season five. Season six was shit, so I didn't watch it. And I watched the first half of season seven, and then I watched season eight because it was the last season. Yep. So I kind of consistently watched it, I guess. Best suit. Oh. I like the short sleeves. I enjoyed the short sleeves from season four. Yeah, I won't lie. I think that was the most OG looking Greenland. Uh, Green Arrow. Come I on, you. myself. Green Arrow suit. And then the season one and two suit was really cool. I enjoyed season... Season one and two was a really good vibe, I think. Season four's suit... Oh, season four suit was so cool, though. Yeah. Because he, he had the beard and the, the goatee thing going on, too. No, not in season four. When he got the short sleeves? No, not, not really. He's never had the like proper goatee and everything. Surely at least once. No, he's not once. No! Yeah, dude. Oh, not even oh, once. Oh, okay. I mean, that's a pretty distinctive look. It is a pretty distinctive look. <laughs> and I wish they did do it, because I think Stephen Amell could have pulled yes, it off. Yes, of course he could He pulled it off, actually, pre-season pre eight, I think it was. He said if something happened or other, he'd grow the full thing, and he did. But they didn't film with him in it, which I'm very disappointed in. Cool. They did him dirty a little. A little. Uh, especially as the seasons went on, because post-season two, everything became about Felicity, and I ended oh. up hating that character because yeah, of it. Yeah, I don't like her. And the, the weird Why thing is... she is, a good fighter all of a sudden? She was a nerd. No, she... But, like... Desperate. Everything became about her and Oliver's relationship, which is obviously emblematic of CW as a whole. Yeah. I think that is the problem widespread across all their shows. But, like, it started with Felicity. It really did. That actually used to be so cool. It got worse and worse as it went on. 
Fair. They start doing more and more ridiculous things. But also... I the grounding of season one and two. Yeah, season one, again, I think season one and two are peak. I think the flashbacks were also at their peak in yes, season one so and two. Good. But I will say season five, I think it was that Russia segment that they did was really good as well. I really enjoyed that. And that to me made sense because he learned the Russian and all that. Yeah. So him going to Russia, I was fine with. Um, him going to Hong Kong was weird though. I don't know, it just felt very strange. Didn't like it. I love the Constantine cameo. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that of course, that was amazing. Con- Constantine is always be- like fantastic. Why, why did this show get cancelled? I have no so idea. Good. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. They even kept him for the animated movie. Yeah. They, he That's he voices he all the animated yeah. Constantine stuff. Yeah. He was excellent. His name is Matt Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. Um, but that was yeah season four I think the Hong Kong stuff was season three. Yeah, H, yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Um, but after season two, Arrow had its first spin-off, which was The Flash. I think, again, first two seasons were, like, yeah. god-tier. Yeah. They were really, really yeah, good. The story with Harrison Wells in that, that first season. That first season was... Oh, my God. To excellent. be fair. <laughs> to be fair, Tom Cavanaugh, what a phenomenal actor. They have chained him up, though. <laughs> they will not let him go unemployed. <laughs> like, it's just, it's just oh, not a reality just, to them. His character dies, though. His character dies every season, dude. He plays a new version of Harrison Wells every season. Every single season. I actually like dumb Wells. Sure, <laughs> but, like, wow. No, that season one was... No, season really one was immaculately done. That whole thing with the reverse with flash. Thorn as well was yeah. Good. And I was like, that's the reverse flash. His well, surname is Thorn. I was like, it, come on. My thing was, I always looked at Thorn and I was like, something's happening with you. Right? Like, they, yeah, they, 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 they got me. They got me. They, it's really good, yeah. Season two, I think, with Zoom was also really, really well done. Wow, that Jay Garrick arc. That was phenomenally mm. done. And also, I enjoyed... That was excellent too. I enjoyed... That's the fact that they killed off his father and then revealed that the man in the iron mask was Jay Garrick, the real yep. Jay Garrick. I thought that was... Don't like his suit, though. I like the, the Zoom's Jay Garrick version of the suit. That was the weird thing. That Zoom's one was so good, but then the actual Jay Garrick suit, the lightning bolt just looks so weird. Yeah. It's it a was, zipper. It's so strange <laughs> because they had it, like, hundred, Perfect. like, literally... It was so good when Zoom was wearing the Jay Garrick thing. You're like, wow. But yeah, I really enjoyed that whole thing there with... Um, the drug and everything, yeah. Yeah, the Velocity 9, I think yeah. it is. Yeah, it's Velocity something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was... Uh, season 2 was amazing. Season 3 was Savitar. I did not enjoy that. I enjoyed... That season had a lot of good action in it. The CGI is not great. Fair. It's never been great, but in that season, I think we got the most fighting out of Barry, which I really enjoyed. No, sure, but the story wasn't great at all. Like, <laughs> not to be funny. Okay, I'm gonna be honest here. When it comes to the Flash, they have underserved Iris. I think Candace Patton, whatever, is a decent enough actress. Yeah, she looks like she can handle herself, but throughout the Flash, they do not use her well at all. And it has made me hate her. 
like the character, not the actress. Pardon? In season one, she was really good. But that's why I say they wrote her really well. In they wrote her re- like they wrote her pretty well in season one. There again, there are a few sticking points I have, but on the whole, it's like it's pretty good. But like season three onwards, I was like, yeah, killer. <laughs> like I, I she, but like Grant Gustin and his Barry Allen had more like chemistry with. What's her name? Like Patty Spivot or something? Yeah. She like that was. But that is also one of his girlfriends from the comics, right? I I think so. Yeah. Could be. Um, but yeah, like Iris to me was just such a non sequitur, and then the whole Savitar being a future Barry Allen. I saw that coming. That was like he even says, "I'm the future Flash" at some yes, point. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. When he says it, I was like, "Okay, there it is." Yeah. Well, there it is. But like. And then the whole reveal was, oh, I'm a time remnant from a different timeline who is trying to make myself permanent. I hate the, Fla- I hate the Flash and all the Flash family because you guys are mean to me. <laughs> he was a bit of a sulky baby. Like, it was so strange. And then they go into the future and it's oh, the emo Flash. Yeah. That was weird. I didn't enjoy that. I like his suit, though. His suit was dope. <laughs> that's the, my favorite suit. Okay, can we just talk about the Flash's suits over the seasons? Because he... No chin strap is the worst. Fair. Stop with that. And you know what the worst part is? That was the one they stuck Stephen Amell in. Oh, come on. It was a heartbreaking dude, but like I'm gonna get you a picture of like the Flash's suits over the over the time. Season one when I saw the red emblem, yeah. I was like, I hate you guys, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? And then in season two where they're like when when you see the suit upgrade, I was like, Oh, you're just gonna upgrade over the I respect that. Okay, you didn't you teased me. Okay. You teased me throughout season one. Gave so, me what I wanted by season four. Fair enough. Ruined what I wanted in season five and six. Very fair. <laughs> okay, so these are the, the all the suits of the Flash over CW, yeah, right? The final suit looks great. I, but I still would argue that the suit from Emo Flash is the best. I would argue this. You know what? It fits the style of the universe. Yeah. If I'm honest. That leather look. It, yeah. It, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it actually looks really, really good. Although, I will say, I am a sucker for this latest one. Yes, because um, it looks like the comic It looks one. comic accurate, yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot the, of people are like... Extra excessive lighting. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, it's very pajama-like or whatever. But honestly, when he was standing up against Ezra Miller in Christ yeah. on Infinite Earth, I was actually going, I, I prefer Grant Gustin's one. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Uh, uh, to be fair though, I don't like dig the whole. Yeah, suit. I don't dig the whole like metal aspect of Ezra Miller's flash suit. I won't get his fan. I mean, I don't know how they explain it properly how it would do this, but they have the technology in the new Fifty Two. His suit is metal and comes out of the ring as like sheets of metal that like wrap around him. Oh yeah. Do you know how that works? But it would look. No, but that, well, that's Speed Force crap. So yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but. But yeah, I don't know, Justice League I'm just not a fan of. Um, like, when I first saw the suit, I was like, that actually looks really cool as like a starter suit. Fair. But now, I, I'm not sure if we're ever going to get the evolution of that suit. <laughs> fair, yeah. Is the Flash movie ever coming out? I think I think Sonic the Hedgehog is the best Flash movie we've ever had. <laughs> I didn't even watch Sonic the Hedgehog. I do, remem- I do remember all the shit going on about them changing. The look of Sonic, because did you see him? Glad when you they changed the look. Yeah, that was horrifying. Sonic the Hedgehog is a better Flash movie than, than we've ever seen. Fair. Flash Fair. Edition of my pro- my problem with the CW is every season just amounted to I need to run faster, and it's like, or 
thing where he's like, I need to run smalls red at one point, and then even that doesn't work. Like yeah, and then it just becomes, well, running smalls means running faster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, sure. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, if we're talking about CW shows, I think recently is pretty good. I think it had a really bad start, though. Yes. Season one, that Vandal Savage was horrible. He was, he was really bad. I didn't enjoy season one at all. Season two was meh at best. Um, but, like, season three onwards, they started leaning into the humor, and they were like, we're not going to take this very seriously. I think it's really good. Um, I think it's also an interesting way to get, like, your more out-there comic book characters yeah. onto the CW, which is pretty cool. Um... I've never been a fan of Supergirl. <laughs> Shame, no. The, the best Supergirl episodes are when she's crossing over with other people. I'd argue the best Supergirl episodes was when Superman showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It sounds so harsh, but there's something about it where it, it, it literally, like the whole first season, you're sitting there going, where is Superman? <laughs> and they, when they show Superman in season two, you're like, why aren't I following Superman? <laughs> but if I'm honest, I think that's a problem that Supergirl's just had, period. Like, Probably since her inception. Superman, yeah. But that's kind of the thing. Her problem is she is just the female Superman. I think, though, they should have gone the New 52 route. Did you read Supergirl the New 52? No, I haven't. But that reminds me of, of the way they made Venom without Spider-Man there. Oh, fair. That's <laughs> a travesty. But to be fair, I'd argue the Supergirl TV show handled it a little bit better. Because, like, Superman was still out there. Like, remember, she was still getting those emails or whatever from Clark, and you would see the shadow every now and then. Venom was just like... We're gonna cut Spider-Man out of the Spider-Man-shaped <laughs> picture. Like, um, but yeah, um, I, I don't know. It's Supergirl. I in, basically in the New Fifty Two, I think they did a really good job of separating her from Superman because she literally like lands. She can't speak the language. She's just pissed off all the time, and that leads to her getting a Red Lantern ring. Um, dude, you really need to read the New 52 Supergirl run. It was at, like, okay, okay. New 52 was a shit show, but there was some really cool stuff to come out of it. That Flash New 52. That was a really solid really run. Good. I enjoyed that run. Um, but yeah, so like Supergirl became a Red Lantern, and it was a really cool way of distinguishing her from Superman. Um, because you run into that problem of... Having a Kryptonian as a Green Lantern, that's some intense power. Red Lantern, dude. <laughs> Like she's always had anger problems though, so I respect that. But that's the thing, and they leaned into that. She's just an angry teenager alone in the world. Like, and they even lean into that whole thing of she doesn't really trust Superman in New Fifty Two because when she left Krypton, he was a baby. Yeah. And now she's arriving, and she's like, "You're just telling me you're my like thirty year old cousin." Yeah. <laughs> like, and and I think that's Supergirl wasn't able to differentiate herself, and on top of that, she had a lot of poor writing her way. Like, I think Melissa Benoist as Supergirl is fine. Yeah. Um, I would argue her latest costume with the pants is probably the best one that she was rocking. Do you want me to get it for you quick? Yeah, I can. Because that was what she was rocking on Christ on Infinite Earth, and I thought it was pretty cool um, all around. I do prefer it over the skirt. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Her series just never really... Um, I don't know, they just never did it for me, you know? Yeah. It, it didn't feel like it. Oh, I see. Yeah, this does look a lot better than the skirt. Yeah. 
You see, I, I don't know. It just feels. Oh, this looks like it's fitting of Henry Cavill's suit. But the, exactly, it yeah. looks like it looks like really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I think that's the thing. It fits Melissa Benoist really well. Like, it fits the character as well. Not to be funny. Um, yeah, like I, I appreciate so I appreciate the skirt in like season one or whatever, but uh, it's weird that we got to like season four or five, and only now you put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to have the evolution of the suit, like they did with the Flash. Like I respected the fact that they started off in a weird way. Yeah. To be fair, that's kind of what they did with Arrow as well, with the whole evolution of the suits. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you, it eventually gets to that like good, perfect suit, you're like, excellent, well done. To be fair though, I'd argue, I'd still argue one of the best arrow suits is that pilot episode, him running on the island to light yes. the bonfire. Yeah. That is baller. Okay. And I'm, I'm still to this day done. It's weird. It looks like. Yeah. 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 Uh, also, can we just say Stephen Amell as Green Arrow? What a choice. Stephen Amell is awesome. Yeah. I can't believe he does all the parkour stuff. That yeah, he's does. huge, dude, as well. Like, goodness. What? He's doing really well for himself. Him and Robbie. You Robbie Amell, yeah, yeah. So cool together. Have you seen um, Code Eight? Uh, I didn't watch the actual movie. I watched the short thing that they put out. Oh, I must go watch that. But I was like pleasantly surprised by that movie. I oh, did not good. expect it to go as well as it did, and like they did really well. I mean, yeah, I, Code Eight's been on my list for a while, but uh, I kind of fell off. It's like whole release thing. I don't like it when they try and make um, uh, Oliver Queen too emotional. Cause I don't like I don't like hearing Stephen Amell sounding like whiny. No sure. Uh, my problem was I like it was fine, but it was what he was whining about, <laughs> like, and that was always the problem. It was always like a felicity issue. Like, it, again, like season three onwards, everything became about felicity, and that's the same thing that happened with the Flash. Season three onwards, everything became about Iris. Like, I think it's season four, whatever, or maybe season five, where she's leading the team. Mm. And she's got this atrocious line where she's like, Barry, you're not the Flash, we're the Flash. And it's like, Boss. no. <laughs> no, he, you cannot run at super speed. I know they gave you powers for a season, because, again, they didn't know what to do with you. But, like, because, again, the whole thing that she's a reporter has been completely forgotten. How that, there's that one episode where you see a Flash... <laughs> With purple lightning. Oh yeah. With just the mask. But I that, really yeah. wanted to see him because he looks like the Flash from Justice League three thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I enjoyed Justice League three thousand. He's so good, right? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. That was an interesting take on characters, actually. You know, like oh, we were able to res the Justice League, but only kind of. <laughs> like yeah, we were able to like take parts of them and put them into these like human people that we have now yeah we can't replicate the speed force so don't run too fast or you'll burn up burns himself to hell yeah dark <laughs> I re yeah and i enjoyed that and i enjoyed the fact that like superman and batman couldn't stand each other because yeah. they were missing essential memories mm. uh, like yeah like um what was it i think i think it's superman's a dick because he doesn't have the memories of like ma and park end basically yeah yeah it's and and yeah, like Wonder Woman's like a war raging Amazon, isn't she? Yeah, she's just angry all the time. And she yeah. really wants to take Batman to bed. Yeah, and show who's boss. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that comic run. Um, but yeah, yeah. that Flash suit is so. All their suits are so good in that. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, in Justice League 3000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Green Lantern, the way they had to use technology to try and like replicate what he would do. Yeah. The fact that he can't breathe out in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, I yeah. also enjoyed the. Yeah. Didn't he? I think so. Oh, bro. <laughs> Yeah, didn't they put all his powers in like the cloak or something? Yeah. 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 That was mad. And then it turns out that the two like Wonder Twins or whatever, mm. where the e- one of them was the evil person. He like ends up shooting the sister. Yeah. That was wild. I I really enjoyed that comic. I wish they carried it further. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we can talk about the Flash's inconsistency in terms of his speed because that frustrates me so much. Oh, it's like he can dodge bullets and catch things out of the air, and he catches all of Oliver's like arrows and stuff. But then sometimes he chases after a motorcycle and can't catch it. Or yeah, you know what? You know what kills me when he'll be like. Season two is a perfect example. Season two, he's running and he runs so quick. I, I no, I think he does it in season one where he breaks the time barrier, right? Yeah, by accident. By yeah. accident, all right. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you run at a certain speed, you break the time barrier. Not to I be funny. He was fast enough for that. Not to be funny. Make that a hard rule, then. Like, because that would be a really good way of limiting the flash of speed. Yeah. If you say you can't run fast in this, if you do, you just go backwards in time. Because then it's okay. I. I can't just run faster. I have to be better. Yeah. Which would have been good, but... Jay yeah. Garrick teaching him how to throw lightning. That was oh, awesome. Cool. I enjoyed that. Like, using his powers in a different way. I hate the tidal wave sequence where he breaks the time barrier when he's running on the beach trying to stop the tidal wave. Why? Because I don't think he was fast enough. Oh, yeah, that's the season fast one. enough. No. Now, I can see you moving back and forth. You're not fast enough to break time. <laughs> but to be fair, it's always been the thing. Like, he's, like... Like, if you're going to break time, I need to see solid bar of uh, gold, no back and forth, just one unit of electricity, I'd be like, cool. Fair. Nah, yeah, no, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, what else? The, the villains can sometimes be um, really good in The Flash the meta-humans that they come up against, and sure. some of them can be utter crap. That's very fair, but I think that's blanket across everything. I don't like the fact that they've given too many people powers now. Yeah. Everyone is now a superhero. Well, everyone if I'm honest, not to be funny, I think the biggest thing is everyone now has a team. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest... That was my problem with Arrow. It got... That, that cave got, got too big. full. Yeah. That cave genuinely got too full. Realistically, to me, Arrow should have been... A green Arrow, as, like, a comic book character, should be Green Arrow, Black Canary, Arsenal. All right? Yeah. When they did Arrow in the season one, and you had Oliver, Diggle, and Felicity, I really liked that, because I was hoping what would happen is each would phase out in terms of, like, Felicity would fall aside, but Black Canary would step in, where she wasn't necessarily as tech-savvy, but she yeah. could help in the field type of yeah. thing. You know? Like, Diggle had a really good start, and then... And then they didn't know what to do with him. I thought they, he should have gone off with his family after they did that thing with Deadshot. Go yeah. Go he should have been Green Lantern. Like, they hinted that continually. Yeah. Um, again, final episode of Arrow um, ends with... I don't think... Because you said you didn't watch season eight. Yeah, yeah. Final episode ends with um, Diggle doing, like, a voiceover and all that as he's moving him and his family to Metropolis. Um, and his car gets hit by a meteorite and he opens a box and it's just a green glow and it's obviously the Green Lantern hint that everyone's been it doesn't in the um, 
in Crisis, doesn't someone say to him, John, where's your ring? Yeah, that's on Elseworlds. Yeah. It's the um, original 90s Flash. He's like, oh, John, where's your ring? And again, that's what I'm saying. Like, season three or four, you should have sent him away. And then he could have came back in, like, Arrow's final season and been like, I'm Green Lantern now. I think that would have been a really cool way to do it. Yeah, that would have been a really funny interaction as well. Yeah. You took my green thing, didn't you? <laughs> like, literally. And because Oliver would have been able to grow like on his own because I really enjoyed Roy in Arrow but I don't think he was utilized as well as he should have been yeah Speedy was cool Speedy was really cool I also and he came awesome that was great yeah and then he got weird at a point well yeah he yeah, yeah it was <laughs> Arrow got weird at a point yeah I think they, they started getting a bit they tried to get too much yeah and then they started taking themselves too seriously for things that shouldn't have been taken so seriously. Yeah. Like, in season one, good, everything was super serious. If you brought um, Raish into that sort of atmosphere, I think it would have worked better. Yeah. My thing is, though, I think they went too Batman-y with the Raish thing. Because, now... Yes, I... Okay, I can understand, like, not being funny, especially with the CW not having access to Batman, especially with the heavy influences from Christopher Nolan's Batman, I get why people are like, oh, Arrow's basically just Batman. All right, I, I, I get it. My thing is, though, you should have... He shouldn't have been Ra's al Ghul's successor. Ra's al Ghul should have just tried to recruit him into the League. I would have appreciated that. Because... To, to replace Malcolm Merlin. You literally... Um, and that would be, that would have been the whole thing where it could have been like you've got to bring your old position like back to the league so we can execute him basically. Yeah. And th- then you can throw in the hints of we had a man from Gotham who I wanted to take over. You know, that's when yeah. you start layering in the Batman stuff. Which can I just say the fact that they never really did Batman in CW is very. I think it's a good thing because I don't think they would have done it justice. But it's disappointing yeah. because not to be, yeah. <laughs> but not to be funny. They did Batwoman, and it was bad. <laughs> I didn't even. I watched the first episode and I was like, I'm out. I'm um, no, because um, I didn't think she was that good in the Elseworlds crossover. Um, I I think it's a funny thing where they're like, Batman's just a myth. And then Barry's like, well, he evidently not. I was like, I was the first vigilante, okay? <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I thought it was funny, but like, Batman... It's supposed to be like this mis- mythical thing to oh, most... Which is, which is yeah. why I think it worked really well. But to me, don't do... I would have preferred Nightwing over Batwoman, you know? Give me Batgirl over Batwoman. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think it's because Batwoman herself is so hard to do... Without Batman. Well, like, it's weird because she is quite she Batman. is quite separate from Batman. Like, even in the comics, she is generally quite separate, but it's... In that one movie, they have Batwoman doing her own separate thing. Which one? Uh, Bad Blood, the animated one. It is an animated one. Um, or are you talking the one where there are three Batwomen? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's a great one. Um, but I don't know. I, do, I didn't feel like Batwoman was the right direction to go... In, especially in terms of first back family member. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I they were trying to make something of the lesser known people. No, sure. But I think they, they nailed it on that. Like, they got that done with Arrow. Now you have a bunch of recognizable people. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that one was just so bad. <laughs> Supergirl was also, I did not enjoy watching that. It was, it was I didn't, en- yeah, I didn't enjoy a lot of Supergirl. I basically, I would watch Supergirl when the crossovers happened. <laughs> that was basically it. I think um, Ray Palmer came out really well. I enjoyed, yeah. to be fair though, again, I still enjoy Brandon Routh, like... And again, I'm so glad he got to do Superman again one Same. last time. Wow. Yes. Um, deserved it? Deserved it, because well, I think he was really unders- underserved with his Superman Returns movie. And I think he was a really good casting choice that didn't get to show his like A-game. Which he didn't necessarily get to do in Crisis either, but I mean, I'm still, still happy. Yeah, yeah, I'm still happy he got something. I agree. Um, yeah. Are we? I feel like we're missing a show, are we? Um, let's look more. We spoke oh, about there's a couple of, of um, there's the Black Lightning. I haven't watched Black Lightning, <laughs> but to be fair, that only recently got connected with Crisis, I think. Sure, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's, since we're just doing, like, DC shows in general, let's talk Titans. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Let's talk. Titans. Titans is crap. <laughs> no man, it's it's um, Titans is crap. It's really not a very good Teen Titans show, but I really like enjoy parts of it. Titans is crap. I don't know how many times I can say this. Dick Grayson is pretty cool. He makes some dumb choices sometimes, but he's pretty cool. A Beast Boy as as Garfield is really good. It sucks that he doesn't turn into anything else though. Um, Superboy was done fairly well. I actually appreciated it. And they gave him his like black T-shirt, he which they cool. did in Smallville. Okay, the dog is great. Really, they did that in Smallville. Don't you remember Don't Superboy? Don't remember that. Superboy's the clone of Clark and Lex Luthor in Smallville as well. And there's that whole scene where um, what's her name? Lexi Luthor. <laughs> what's his sister's name in Smallville? I know it's not like Lena Luthor, but it, it's Tess Mercer, I think. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, And, the, yeah, there's a scene, because it is Lex... They know it's Lex Luthor's clone, and yeah. she's going to kill him, but when she tries to stick the needle in, the needle breaks, and she realizes oh, he's... Oh, my goodness. And I remember the next episode ends with him having the Superman shirt, and he's like, I'm going to go, like, out, which is really cool. But, Whoa. okay, so Titans, let's just... The ha- suits are cool. I like the, they did the, okay, Starfire is done horrifyingly bad. Hated her, Raven is crap until parts of season two. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Her Jason Todd is shit altogether, I don't like him, I don't like Okay, him. can I he's tell you? He's got that white cocky feel sometimes when he's in the Robin suit. Didn't they insinuate that he used the back computer for porn? Yeah, probably, yeah. Nice. But I don't like. Uh, Good on them. He's like such an unnecessary dick. Don't understand why. Okay, you know what I'm gonna counter with though. They basically rebooted the show in season two, and then they did the same story arc again. Yeah. Like. They didn't even put a lot of emphasis on Deathstroke, which was such a cool villain that they could have done so much more. With. And not to be funny, I called it immediately when they were like oh Jericho he died I was like he's alive in Deathstroke <laughs> and fucking eight episodes later he's alive in Deathstroke I liked the way they did um, Nightwing kind of no I like his suit 
Okay. Garfield's. What? Okay, let me ask okay, this question. Okay, beyond the suit, there's not much. Let me ask the question. Okay, why do why do live action people have such an issue with just having Superman sit Dick Grayson down and be like, okay, here's a story enough. from Krypton? <laughs> because honestly, I, I want to see it so bad. I think that is the perfect. I think that is the perfect encapsulation of Nightwing. We've had this discussion before. I'm going to say it here on the podcast. Okay, Nightwing. It was raised to be better than Batman. That was the whole point. Okay, Bruce. Bruce wanted him to not be as emotionally crippled. He wanted him to be a fully functioning thing. Like he's even got these things where he says, "You're going to lead the Justice League one day." Like you. Like I've never wanted a successor, but if I had one, it would have been you. Type of vibes. Like that's the thing. And one of the most interesting things about Nightwing is the fact that when Dick Grayson broke away from Batman, Superman landed next to him and was like, "Ah, you can do your own thing. Listen to." You. Like when I when I was in the bottle city of Candor, like and he just tells the story and Dick Grayson's like, that's really cool. And like it's that connection with Superman that like they can both acknowledge Batman's an asshole, yeah. you know? And it's but it's one of those where like he's an asshole, but he's doing, he's done good. Yeah. You know? And it, it's it's Dick Grayson coming to that realization of he has, because he doesn't want me to be like him. I think that also adds an element to um Nightwing and Dick Grayson, I think that's why he's always been my favorite. You know how when your favorite superhero fights someone, yeah. there's always the risk of like, I don't want you to fight them just in case you lose. Oh, fair, yeah. Because with some people, you don't have that feeling. Like, if they lose, they lose. Yeah. But with Nightwing, there's that like, I feel like you're always vulnerable and I don't want you to lose because you're so good. To be fair, Nightwing gets his ass kicked in every DC animated adventure out there. Every single one, they break his ankle, they break his shoulder, like that man just gets <laughs> sidelined. It is so shit. He does almost sleep with Harley Quinn, though. He did sleep with Harley Quinn, didn't he? Oh, I think Batman catches them before they do anything to me. I don't think they... I don't oh, think he okay, did. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the whole thing of that scene, where I, I don't think he did. <laughs> but he's also been that, like, cool guy as well. Yeah. To be fair, there's actually a really good book that I have. Um, I, I must lend it to you, actually. Everyone's just like all about how hot he is and how nice his ass is all the time. Yeah, there's, there's so actually there, yeah, there's a supervillain who's just like Dick Grayson's ass is great. <laughs> it's it's in that um, Super Spy Grayson run where he's the the secret agent. He is so much better than everyone. I love that one. I do. It's like CIA training or something. He does the boot camp. Yeah. And he looks so bored. It's phenomenal. And it's like, yeah, this is the dude who was trained by Batman. <laughs> like, what are you expecting? He's like running 100 meters ahead of everyone. And my favorite is like the guy has got him in a real uh, rear naked choke. And they're like, um, and how would you get out? And like before they finish the sentence, the other guy's already on the floor and Dick is just walking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, that's the thing. Tyson, Titans didn't capture that at all. It didn't capture the energy I wanted. I think they tried too hard to go gritty in season one. Yeah. And they backpedaled so hard in season two. What's Clint Eastwood's uh, son's name? Scott. Scott Eastwood, yeah. Right. He was gonna... He had um, Dick Grayson's alias in Suicide Squad. Really? Ages, yeah. That's I wild. think he would have done a really good job. That could have been a really interesting Dick Grayson. Although the only problem with that is Zack Snyder. Now. Yeah, Zack Snyder <laughs> wanted Dick Grayson to be the one who was dead what? in his unit. Didn't you hear about this? You, you so that costume in Batman vs Superman, everyone's like, "Oh, it's Jason Todd." Zack Snyder was like, "No, it's Dick Grayson." <laughs> it's like, oh come on, 
It's like Archer. <laughs> so you do you, Zack Snyder. <laughs> Keep giving fucking Batman that 40 card. Like, Jason Todd, like, I'm fine with him as Red Hood now. I'm fine with him dying. If I'm honest, okay, if I'm honest. He's a good character. He is a good he character, a but arc. when I think of Batman, my problem is the Bat family's gotten too big. It has. To me, there are two Robins. D to me, and, and this has always been my thing. To me, the two Robins are Dick Grayson, because he surpasses Batman. Mm. He becomes better than Bruce. And there's Jason Todd, because he is the Robin that Batman failed. Yeah. And I think those two provide an antithesis. Tim Drake, useless, as far as I'm concerned. Tim Drake is so overlooked all the time. He doesn't do... But he's boring. I've never found yeah. it interesting, like, anything with him in it. Like, ever. That's fair. They never give Damien him. Damien is more interesting than him. Damien is interesting, but he's got a problem at the moment in comics where he's getting cycled. Not to be funny, but he's the League of Assassins asshole. He gets trained by Batman. He becomes nicer. He understands what it's about to be a hero, and they put him in the Teen Titans. He's an asshole. He, you know, yeah. gets trained, you know, and he just goes through the cycle, and they just keep moving him through the same thing. I haven't done read or seen much about Tim Drake, which is. But that's the other thing is they when they do something with him, it's never interesting. Yeah. So yes, I love the fact. Every time um, Nightwing and um, Red Hood come head to head, it's always interesting. Yeah, always and that's and again, that's why to me that those two are the two Robins because yeah. you have Bruce Wayne's uh, like a real his adopted son, and then you have the son he failed. Yeah, and to me that is that that should be the Bat Family. You can throw in Barbara Gordon then. Yeah, but that limit because Batman is supposed to be a loner, but at the moment he's rocking like fifteen sidekicks yeah. or like. 15 paraphernalic people who are just like around him. It's a bit much, yeah. Um, who wins in the fight? Red Hood or, or Nightwing? Um, this is a rough one because I'm pretty sure Red Hood has won more encounters just because he's willing to fight dirty. I was about to say, the problem is Red Hood's got like guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, Guns, knives, he's like a dirty fucker. He will to be like, fair, do though, anything to win. To be fair though, no, Nightwing did beat him though. Remember, there's that Nightwing. whole Battle of the Cowl thing yeah. where Nightwing, beat Nightwing definitively beat, yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I think I give the edge to Nightwing. Um, In terms of, like, pure skill, everything, I'd hand it to Nightwing. Fair. But as, like, a... A, a no-holds-barred, like, yeah, grudge like, match. If this was, like, a, a fight to the death, I feel like Nightwing would, would struggle to, to actually put Jason Todd down. But see, Nightwing would be able to mess with Jason's head, you know? Like, not to be funny, but Jason's irrational. You didn't. <laughs> uh, like, not to be funny, but picture them getting into, like, a lock. One of them's got the other in a headlock, and Dick's just like, oh, how does it make you feel knowing I'm the favorite son? You know? <laughs> and then all, all Jason does is he gets angry. Like, and that's... They had such a beautiful moment on the on the roof. Do you remember? Yes. With the... With, I went to go see the circus. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's really good. That was, that was... And that's what I'm saying, they've been ripped, oh, they've yeah. had some really good writing, those two characters together, and that's why, to me, they're the only Robins you need. You've got the one that, that was the success, and to me, that also, it furthers, like, Jason's story, because it makes sense, you know, he succeeded with Dick, why couldn't he succeed with Jason, but he doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, that, I think that's an interesting wrinkle to add to the character. Ooh, that hectic line that Jensen Eccles does, um... You let him take me from you. Oh, yeah. Oh, but to be fair, that whole monologue, dude, is fantastic. Yeah. Where he's like, if he'd, if he'd taken you, I would have, like, ripped this world. But, like, 
To be fair, can we just give Jensen Ackles his props? He should have been a live-action Red Hood. Yep. 100%. He does such a phenomenal job voicing him in Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Like, honestly. That movie is probably the best DC offering they have. It's one of my favorite animated yeah. movies out oh, there. Yeah, like so good. It's so well done as well. That whole story. Wrenching at the beginning. Yeah. With the with the beating. Yeah. Not prep for that. I don't like the. There's a couple comics where they um, imply that the Joker is raping people. I don't like that. Oh, uh, isn't that Alan Moore's? Because yeah. in the implication, he raped Barbara Gordon. He, he, there's Barbara Gordon, but they also have the implication that he raped uh, Jason Todd before he killed him. Really? Yeah, I Where? don't like it. I don't like it. Where? Where did that come in? Goodness. Yeah, I don't know, right? Ugh. Uh, I think, yeah, some writers do make the Joker a little rapey, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> Wait, doesn't, um, <laughs> doesn't um, Red Hood, I don't know Red Hood, Red Skull have an interaction with the Joker? And then the joke is like, you're a Nazi. Literally, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I, uh, yeah, and he's I like, why? I'm yeah. an American. <laughs> Literally, he's like, why would you care? I'm American. <laughs> Great, I love it. Fantastic. Even the joke is better than Nazis. <laughs> Even the joke has standards. <laughs> Impressive. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. In in conclusion, Titans is shit. Um, I think uh, is his name Ian Glenn, the dude who plays Batman. Yeah. He was fine. Um, doesn't look like Batman. He was a bit of an odd choice, I'll be honest. But um, I thought he was fine. He, yeah. They never showed him suited up, which was, of course, justice. <laughs> they never, they never show Batman suited up in these shows. Like take Gotham for to be fair. Final episode of Gotham, he didn't look great. Oh, rough. <laughs> yeah. He's still a child. Well, that was my problem. Is I think for for that final scene, they should have stuck another actor in the suit. Yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, that is what it is. Gotham was pretty fine, actually, now that we're on that topic. Um, there is one person who stands out to me that I really enjoyed from Titans, besides uh, Dick Grayson. It was the girl who played um, Wonder Woman's sidekick. Oh, uh, Donna Troy. Yeah, Donna Troy. She was pretty good, yeah. Really and then they her. killed her off. Yeah, she's also beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, and um, the guy who played Aqualad. Oh, uh, yeah, but they killed the them off in Flashbook, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. The OG squad in their suits looked good. Fair. I'll give you that. They did look pretty good. Yeah. Um, I will counter with, though, all I want out of life is a live-action Young Justice Season 1. Yes. Cause I, I don't think they could do it right, though. They could. 100% they could. You just do it frame by frame. Real, like, <laughs> legit, all you do is you get real actors. <laughs> you don't have to change anything. You can keep the shots exactly, exactly the same. Like, it is immaculate. Probably one of the greatest things to ever happen to animation. Literally. I, I, I'm a little irritated by season two because they do that time it's skip. It's season one. We can just leave it at season one being the golden all time. It is though. That's over. the thing. I enjoyed season two. I did. It was so sad that, that Arsenal was the one who'd betrayed the ball. Yeah, but I really, I, I enjoyed that whole Arsenal thing um, going on in season two. Yep. But again, I wanted to see Robin, because ah, in Young Justice, Robin has that excellent moment after they do the training exercise of Miss Martian. You remember that? Oh, yeah, okay. That's the one where he sends the entire team to their death, basically. Um, so they do like a mental training exercise of Miss oh, okay, Martian, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they all mind link, and it's like this future scenario. It's, oh, it's designed to be a no-win. Yeah, yeah. 
and he basically sends all of them to their deaths and afterwards like the Justice League is like we've traumatized these kids <laughs> like we've really fucked this up Black Canary you need to go do like some therapy time and she's sitting there with him and it's literally it's one of my favorite Dick Grayson moments ever where he sits there and he's like this is all confidential right and she's like yeah nothing's gonna leave this room and he's like I've always grown up wanting to and expecting to be the Batman um, and, and he's, he's like, it, like that's all. It, I've never questioned it, but and then he goes on and he's like, but that thing he has inside of him, that darkness that makes him sacrifice everything for the mission, I, I can't do it. And she like looks at him, he's like, I, I realized I don't want to be the Batman anymore. Phenomenal scene, absolutely phenomenal. I want to see that turn into Nightwing. Mm. I don't want you to time skip five years later. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but again, just do that in live action. Again, it, Young Justice Aqualad has cool. They made Aqualad <laughs> awesome. So I love how like he is the leading that team, despite the fact that Robin is there also leading the team. Well, that was the whole thing about season one, where he turned like the whole thing they reached with Robin was you will lead this team one day. You just you're a bit young now. Like I I've got you for the moment. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that's the whole thing in season two where Nightwing's taken over and he's running operations. If Wally does not have my whole heart, that's oh, my, dude. that angel. Can we talk about Wally West death scene? Oh. Holy crap, it is so cool. Oh, my. Heartbreaking, but yeah. I, I enjoyed that. His relationship with Artemis, great. Dude, Excellent. the character of Artemis was so well done, especially for, like, not to be funny, but what was essentially a new character. Having Wally say goodbye to her. Yeah. Ooh, that was wild. Uh, and again, I, that's where I can see the benefit of the time jump, you know, seeing how that relationship has grown, how they both, like, move past heroism. Yeah. But, like, don't do that. <laughs> like, DC animation is far superior to DC live action. Live action. 100%. Like, absolutely and unequivocally. Yeah. Like, I'll remember the... Any good animation, I don't think. Not really. They've got a couple stuff here and there. Like, I enjoyed the they've Marvel... Spider-Man. They've got some really good Spider-Man animated yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay. Like, have you watched Spectacular Spider-Man? Um, the, the TV series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was phenomenal. That. Yeah. That was incredible. The original old school The 90s one. Yeah. That is... That is a great good. one. Good. Best villains. Best villains. Phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I think that concludes um, today, though. <laughs> I think oh, we've talked at length. We've rounded ourselves yeah. all the way back to how good Marvel is. We, we've got a tendency to do that, I've noticed. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> it, it really does make us sound like fanboys, <laughs> which we are. <laughs> DC animation is... Insanely good. It is really good. Also, that um, the new Fifty Two inspired stuff they did, starting with Justice League War and ending with Apocalypse. Oh War. my goodness, Apocalypse was oh, great dude. as well. Oh, dude, phenomenal. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> ha. Having said that, though, Smallville's always going to have a special place in my heart. Of course it is. And I, of yeah, course. yeah. Childhood things. Like, yeah. That's like saying um, <laughs> that's like not having Tobey Maguire in your heart. That's fair. You That's fair. You can't not, yeah. Uh and on that note, I've been Ryan. I've been you. Thank you guys for watching. Uh